0: Hi, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm really excited to feature my friend, Eric Jimenez, today. Eric was my makeup artist recently for my live event in Phoenix, Arizona. And I have to say, I was so impressed with his work. He came into my room, he set up, and within 20 minutes, he worked his magic, and I felt fabulous. What an amazing way to step forward and to confidently go up on stage in front of everyone is to look and feel good. And that's what Eric did for me. He came in with this really amazing, calm energy. And he was telling me his stories throughout the time we were spending together. And I thought, I got to share this. So stay tuned because he's going to talk about how he went from being an employee at Ross Dress for Less, making $7 an hour, to becoming one of Hollywood's hottest makeup artists. He's been featured on The Housewives of Beverly Hills. And he's going to tell us how he got noticed in Hollywood. And you know what? It's free. And he tells you how you can do the same exact thing that he did. I loved the interview because he's passionate. He's funny. He's fun. And you can tell that he is absolutely in love with the beauty biz industry. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the beauty biz show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. Hey everybody, it's Lori Crete and I want to welcome you to this episode of The Beauty Biz Show. Today our guest is Eric Jimenez and he actually did my hair and makeup for my live event and I couldn't wait to have him on the show because he's fun and he has some crazy fun outrageous beauty biz industry stories to share with us and he's just talented and genuine and authentic and welcome Eric.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Super excited. (laughs) Well, I guess how this goes.
0: Oh, it's going to be fun. You have great, great stories and you're an inspiration too, because you're just rocking it in the makeup world.
1: Thank you so, so much. I literally, I've always told myself like reach for the stars and never give up. And it sounds like the cheesiest like saying, but it's so awesome. Like, I'm just like, I've always told myself to never give up and don't be afraid of rejection. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and you you practice that daily, I imagine, because you've come far in the beauty biz world.
1: I have. And literally, it's all because of social media. A lot of it is. It's really crazy. You'll hear all about it.
0: You're a makeup artist located in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes. And I want to go back though, because we had some great conversations when you were getting me ready for my live event. And thank you for that.
1: Yeah, at six o'clock in the morning. You're very welcome.
0: (laughs) And and we started off a little bit like uh, frazzled. I got lost. (laughs) He was at the wrong hotel. He called me and he said, I'm standing in front of your room, but the numbers don't match. And I'm like, oh, no, you're at the wrong (laughs) hotel. (laughs)
1: But guess what? I was only five minutes late and I made it happen. You
0: made it happen. And you got you got trapped in the elevator at the other hotel. Oh,
1: yeah. I was stuck in the elevator on the second level. Like security didn't even want to. They're like, you could walk down. But I had a makeup chair. I had a whole suitcase filled with hair and makeup. It was crazy, but got through it. And
0: the thing I really appreciated was that you just came into the room and with a, a very calm, balanced energy after what I'm sure felt a little bit stressful to you.
1: Uh, a little bit. And then to top it off, remember parking at your hotel, there was not even a valet person. So I just parked my car with valet and left it there.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> said, gee, I hope my car is still there when I get out.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was awesome though. I mean, that's what you have to learn to do. Like pull it together as quick as you can and get the job done. You know what I mean? And you can't be overwhelmed with that. Everything like it was just little small petty stuff that I'm like, I laughed at it at the end of it. You know what I mean?
0: No, your energy was amazing because when people are getting ready for an event, I was a little nervous. And it, really how you show up helps the person sitting in your chair.
1: It really does. Um, I've And I've actually heard this a lot. A lot of people are like, you are so calm. Um, I think a lot of it too is when people are getting ready for big events, they have tons of anxiety. They don't know what's going to go on, how it's going, where you have to kind of take charge. You can't just let them. A lot of them don't know what they want, what they don't want. You know what I mean? So you have to just kind of be like, okay, let's do this, put you in the chair. I have everything. You don't have to worry about nothing. You can be nice and relaxed. And then I just work my magic. You know what I mean? And then bam, you're done. So that's the nice thing about it. Um, that I've realized I just kind of, you have to take charge of the situation and make it happen.
0: Are you, have you been told before you're, you're fast. Like my hair and makeup looked amazing. And I felt like it took you 20 minutes.
1: I literally, I've heard this time after time. Everyone's like, you are the fastest hair and makeup artist. Um, and I, I, I love that because a lot of people, you guys are all business women. You guys have stuff going on. You don't want to be sitting in hair and makeup for two to three hours. You know what I mean? So I literally, once I work on your face, I can get you done in hair and hair and makeup within an hour. It's pretty crazy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I love it because I think we all are an instant gratification society. We want to look amazing and we want to look amazing in a, a speedy manner.
1: <laughs> exactly. Not sitting there for two and a half, three hours just in makeup. I've seen that happen many times. in Kardashian style. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they take forever. Although their makeup artists are pretty quick with them. They have a signature look that they use. And I mean, it's pretty quick and easy with them. Actually, I know a couple of their makeup artists. They probably have about a team of like 20 makeup artists, but I know about three of them. So it's pretty crazy, but they're, they're doing amazing at what they do and they look amazing every yes. single day, but they're also super gorgeous. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's easy. And they, But I heard they do. They have their makeup done almost on a daily basis. Is they that do. true?
1: Every single, for filming, for events, everything like that, they get their hair and makeup done. But that's what they're known for. They're known for these glamazons, you know what I mean? Like these drop-dead gorgeous. Everyone watches the Kardashians for their fashion, for their hair, for their makeup. They're a, they're iconic, you know what I mean? And, and I have a feeling that they're just going to keep going because everyone loves their style, their hair, their makeup. I mean, how many times have I people come up to me and be like, I want the Kardashian like smoky eye or the nude lip or the big Kardashian hair. You know what I mean? I hear it all the time, every single day. It's their brand. Exactly. It really is. So, I mean, if that's their brand, then they have to have it done every single day. You know what I mean? So.
0: Well, I remember you shared with me when you were doing my hair and makeup that you started doing hair and makeup when you were eight years old.
1: I did. I started doing (laughs) hair and makeup when I was eight on my mom my mom was my <laughs> first client it's so funny <laughs> literally i swear you not my mom like hated it for me to do her hair and makeup and i would always like mess around and tell me, why was she sleeping? And I put highlights in her hair while she was sleeping. Stop it. And I, I, like, I woke her up like 30 minutes. I like let it process. I checked it to make sure. And I like wake her up. I'm like, Mom, I was like, go wash your hair out. And she's like, what? I'm like, go wash your hair out. I put highlights in your hair. And she's like, oh, my God. No, you didn't. I was like, yeah. So literally, like, ever since then, it's the funniest story. So she woke up. She washed her hair. And she's like, oh, my God. It actually looks good. And I never, ever did highlights in my Life. She used to go to a hairdresser and I used to watch her hairdresser do her hair. And I just picked it up from there. Like, I was like, Oh, I could do this. I was like, it's just foiling the hair and you just grab it and put some bleach on it. So literally I like started doing it when I was so young and, it like, it's so funny to look at it now that my mom's like, oh, my God, I remember when you first, like, wanted to do my hair. I never wanted you to do it. And then now I'm doing it. And now she has to, like, hunt me down. She's like, are you available to do my hair? She's <laughs> like, I have lots of grays. And I'm like, ah, uh, I can fit you in next week or whatever. So it's really funny to see it now that, like the tables have turned. And even my family, like they, all my sisters, I had four sisters. They never wanted me to do their hair and makeup. And now they like begged me to do it. And I'm like, Oh, sorry. I'm too busy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How, karma.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: How'd you get your hands on these supplies at such a young age?
1: Um, well, I mean, this this was, like, the, like, early 90s. Remember when everyone used to, like, bleach their hair? I mean, I come from a Mexican family. So they used to, like, just put bleach on their hair and these, do these, like, crazy big bangs. So we always had – I mean, there's Sally's Beauty Supply that has – that you could go and get any of these, cos- or these products. You know what I mean? So we always I, – and I had a house of tons of girls. So we always had stuff there. And I just kind of started doing it. <laughs> like, oh, let me try it. Well, first it started off, like – First time we ever did is I did my mom's just like a root color and then like a couple years down the road is when I did her highlights when she was sleeping. (laughs) So I was probably like 11 when I did her highlights maybe 11 or 12 when I actually did the highlights. I wasn't eight when I did the highlights but I used to just put like her base color on when I was eight. It was kind of really funny.
0: (laughs) I think it's embedded in us because when I was young I used to make my little sister sit on the toilet. And I still her school pictures are so hideous. I would cut her bangs like really up to her forehead, the top of her forehead. I would burn her ears with a curling iron like
1: all the time. Yeah, literally. Like and I've always like like I said, like I've always known that I wanted to go into the beauty world. You know what I mean? I always was when I was super young, I was just like in love with like the celebrities and everything like that. And I was just kind of like, Oh my God, like I'm going to be there one day. And I've always just told myself. So it's crazy to see how it's just kind of turned out that way. You know what I mean? But it's just, it's kind of like if you put yourself out there, it happens. You know what I mean? Like I envisioned myself being there and here I am today around it. And it's amazing. Like literally every single day I am so blessed because I don't even feel like this is a, a job to me. Everyone's like, do you just love this? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it doesn't even feel like I'm working. If I could do it for free, I would, but I have expensive that's... taste and I have a living. I have to survive. <laughs> you have <laughs> so,
0: standards.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, you know what? It's And that's the thing that I've always even told everyone. I was like, if you love what you do, it's not going to feel like a job. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, I agree with you. And we step forward into our passion. Somehow we do start to make money at it if we value what we do. And I, exactly, I can see that you exactly. do. Like you show And you up have 100%. to really put
1: yourself out there because I know tons of makeup artists that are working at small rink encounters counters making I would say $9 an hour or whatever they're making. You know what I mean? But there's so, so much money to be made in this industry. It's ridiculous.
0: And we're going to talk in a minute about how you got into the Hollywood scene. But first, what I know you said you worked at Ulta, but what was your very first job ever? Was it in
1: anything? Um, No, it actually wasn't. And this is another super crazy story. Um, Me and my mom, when we were like when I was, like, going into high school, so, like, 12, 13, 14, we were obsessed with Ross, like, Dress for Less, like, the clothing store. Me and my mom used to go in there and always, like, buy everything. We're like, oh, my God, it's so cheap. Like, <laughs> me and my mom were crazy shoppers. So, when I told I told my mom, I was like, Mom, when I turn 16, I'm going to work at Ross. And she was like, okay, like, whatever. Like, do whatever you want. I was like, for reals. So I was like, I'm going to work at Ross. I swear you not, the day I turned 16, I called ross and i said are you guys hiring they said yeah can you come in today i said yeah totally so i literally got everything this was after school i pulled it together i drove like it was like five minutes from my house and i went and did an interview with them i got hired on the spot the day of my birthday my 16th birthday and it's so crazy because even like a week after that the manager was like oh my god she was like we're you're supposed to be 18 years old to work here but we already hired you we didn't know you were 16 and i was like oh yeah. And they're like, oh, well, it's fine. They're like, you're doing a great job, blah, blah, blah. So don't even worry about it. And I was like, okay, cool. But it's so funny because like years before I always told my mom, I'm going to work at Ross. I'm going to work at Ross. And I worked at Ross all through high school.
0: (laughs) Oh, very cool. So then you get done. Well, you graduate high school and then I
1: graduate high school. I graduated when I was like 17 and a half. I started school early. So I graduated early and, um, I was going to go to beauty school and I did enroll to beauty school. I went for like the orientation and I freaked out. The instructor was like this scary lady. I was literally there for an hour and walked out and left.
0: Why? Why freaked you out?
1: There, And still everyone talks about this beauty school here in Arizona. I'm not going to say no names, but she had these like long witch nails. She was so mean. Like she wasn't even a night, like. You think when you go into beauty school, everyone's going to be, like, happy and nice? And this lady was just such a mean, mean lady, like, mean-looking and mean-acting and just, like, gave me attitude. And I freaked out and left. Never looked back. Um, I literally cried. Like, I cried as soon as I got in my car. Um, I drove all the way home crying. I was like, oh, my God, I'm a beauty school dropout. (laughs) But I only went for an hour, so I don't even think it's considered like <laughs> beauty, like a beauty school dropout. Um, and it wasn't even really like schooling because it was just like the orientation when they were talking to us. Um, <laughs> well, so you made it work that, for you
0: somehow, the industry. So <laughs>
1: it did. So after that, I kind of um, went to Alta and Ulta Beauty is, Supply. Yeah, Alta Beauty Supply, which is now the manager at the time is now my mentor, and I still talk to her every single day. I just saw her this past weekend. Um, I started off at Alta as a cashier and I was just like, I've always been in hair and makeup and was going to figure out if I was going to go back to hair school or whatever I was going to do. You know what I mean? And wait, I, I want to
0: ask you one quick question. How'd you yeah. find your way to Alta? Were they hiring? Did you see it online? Like, how did you find your way in there?
1: Um, good question. That was, let's see, like 12, 13 years ago. So I think, you know what, actually one of my girlfriends just left Ulta. So that's how she was like, oh yeah, I work at Ulta. And I was like, oh, or I used to work at Ulta. And I was like, oh, you did? She's like, yeah. She was like, so I went over there and applied because she said she just left. So I was like, oh, they must have an opening. You know what I mean? So I went and applied. And when I met the manager, I was just kind of like, would love to talk more. would love to get into the hair and makeup industry. And um. So she was like, okay. And it was so funny because all I was asking for at the time was like $7 an hour. I was like, because that's what I was making at at Ross. And I was like, okay, I was like, I'll be happy with $7 an hour. Well, she brought me on and she gave me like a dollar raise. So I was making $8 an hour. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. (laughs) Like, yeah, I got a raise. And she literally like, and we talk about it to this day. Like she was like, Eric, she's like, I just saw something in you. She was like, you had good energy and personality. She was like, you were outgoing. And so she put me on as a cashier. I did cashiering for maybe like two or three months, but I hated just standing behind a register. Like I I can never even just like work in an office because I would be so bored. Like I like moving around and jumping around. So I kind of like started talking to her. I was like, oh, I was like, can I work in like cosmetics over there? I was like, can I do that? And she's like, have you ever done it? I was like, well, I was like, I have my sisters and everyone. I was like, nothing crazy. So she's like, all right. She's like, let's throw you over there. So I was like, okay, cool. She was like, next week, we'll pull you from the register and we'll put you at, in cosmetics. And I'm like, okay. So I started doing cosmetics and I had this makeover. Meanwhile, I was 18 years old, super new to makeup. I did more hair, like younger, like with my girlfriends and my family. And this lady was probably in her 60s. Older lady, I did her makeup and I swear I had no idea what I was doing. But in my head, in my head, I was just like, oh, you look fabulous. You're gorgeous. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Tell me why she spent like $180. And this was also 12 years ago. So I mean, $180 would be like $250 worth of makeup now. You know what I mean? And $250 is a lot for a normal person. She bought everything from me that I put on her. And literally I was just like layering and layering and didn't even know what I was doing. And the manager walked or walked like after she left, she was like, Eric, thank God you have a good personality. She was like, because that lady looked crazy, but she <laughs> bought everything. And I was like, right. <laughs> so ever since then, like I just kind of stayed in cosmetics and, and I think a lot of it too was I was really good at sales. You know what I mean? So it's a, in cosmetics, you have to be a really good salesperson at the same time. But I've always told myself, as long as someone feels beautiful, that's all that matters. Like making them feel beautiful, they don't care what it takes, how much it's going to cost them. As long as you're making someone feel beautiful, that's the ultimate best thing that they want. And that's the best feeling for me too. You know what I mean? So it's really like, it's just like instant gratification is like, they like just see it and they're like, Oh, I love it because it's something different. Um,
0: Is that your sales technique? Like just make somebody look amazing and they want to buy the products?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a lot of it. But at the same time now, like years down the road that I look back on it, I hate, 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 hate when – Everyone in the cosmetic industry tries to push so many products on you. Yes. Because in reality, you really don't need all those products. You could get the same thing away with three eyeshadows. You don't need 10 eyeshadows. You know what I mean? Or you can even get away with two eyeshadows. So it's it's very like back and forth with me. Like I really wanna like push just like the right products that you really need because nobody wants to go and take an hour to do their makeup. Everyone wants it done in 10, 15 minutes. You know what I mean? So I'm like, do a pretty highlighter on your lid and some gold and bam, mascara, you're set. And by the way, the mascara that it won, the tightline, I'm obsessed with it because oh, of you.
0: <laughs> gosh, I know you guys listening in, they're going to want to know it's, it Cosmetics, it's amazing. They're tightline mascara. You can get it at Ulta.
1: Yes, Alta does carry it, um, and it's super, super, like, the tiniest brush. Like, the brush is super tiny, but it really is true. It's the reason why I think they call it tight line because you could get so close to the lining of the eye because it's so small, and it actually gives off product, and I was just like, eh. And me, I use a lot of fake lashes on my clients, so um, I don't – I'm really not super big on mascara, but for bottom lashes – Obsessed with it. Yeah, it almost
0: makes you look like you have an eyeliner on.
1: Yes, because it's super tight. You can get really close. It's amazing because of you. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) It's one of my favorite products as well. And I always like to ask when I have makeup artists on the show, is there something else right now that you're obsessed with that you think everyone should have in their makeup bag?
1: And I think I'm going to have to say that mascara.
0: (laughs) Oh, really? Very cool. I'm dying to get Jamie on the show.
1: Um, and my go-to lipsticks right now, I swear you not, would be um, NYX Cosmetics. They're like matte lip creams. Butters are amazing. They're $5.99. Super cheap. And I swear, so many makeup artists, like pro makeup artists, are using this brand. And if you don't even have tons of money, you could buy these because they're so cheap. And you could buy 50 million colors of them then paying Fifteen to twenty dollars for one lipstick. You know what I mean? You could pay five ninety nine and at Ulta half of the time it's like buy one, get one, half off. So
0: they carry the NYX. Deal.
1: Yes, NYX cosmetics.
0: Well, you know what? I'll have to check it out because one of my girlfriends just pulled an NYX lip gloss out of her purse and said, I'm telling you,
1: they're amazing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It looks so good on her that I've been looking for that color forever. It was this pearly pinky, beautiful color.
1: I wonder if it's the like petal row or rose petal. I have it too.
0: (laughs) I'm going to look, you know, I'm writing that down right now. I'm going to go check it out and see, but I don't have an Ulta near me. So I don't know where else do they even sell those things? Is it CVS or,
1: um, good question. Uh, in the, in there's an Alta in Hollywood, West Hollywood, right off of um, Santa Monica. I know that, but you're a little further away. Yeah. I know there's also one. Um, there's tons of them. Just Google them because okay. you'll be shocked how many there actually is that you just don't know about. So just Google it. I know there's different tons of different locations, and they've expanded a lot in the last couple of years. So there might be a new one around you.
0: I will check that out. I want to. I think you can be an inspiration to many people because. I have a lot of estheticians that follow me and listen to the show and we work in a small dark treatment room and we're scared to, to network and to put ourselves out there on social media. But you did something that really changed the game for you as far as social media, right? I did. (laughs) Uh, It it got you into the Hollywood world and it helped you grow your business and probably be viewed as even more of a professional in the makeup world.
1: It really, really did. Um, So taking it back, so I worked at Ulta for about three or four years. I expanded with them. And then after that, I left. I went and worked for a couple of other makeup companies. And when I was about 21, 22, I kind of decided I wanted to go on my own. And that's the biggest and scariest thing is saying, I'm going on my own. I don't want to work for a company anymore. And you're just like, bam, done. But like me, I'm kind of a spontaneous, crazy person that's like, hey, give it a try. If not, guess what? You could go back and work at another makeup counter. You know what I mean? Was there and- a
0: defining, pivotal moment that made you decide, I want to go on my own?
1: Um It was after I kind of just started – this is back in the days when even MySpace was kind of popular, so I just kind of started reaching out to people on MySpace and just like, oh, let me know if you need your hair and makeup done or if you need your makeup done. And I kind of just took off from there, you know what I mean? And I just kind of like started doing little side gigs on my own, and I was just like, wow, I could actually make money doing this, you know what I mean? So I kind of, after that, I was just like, I'm going to go on my own. So I still freelanced a little bit because there's positions that you could have that you can freelance or work part-time somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, So after that, I kind of just put myself out there and I started working with Penthouse Magazine for a couple of years. Um, That was totally fun. Got into the doll industry, which was very crazy and wild. (laughs) Very different. (laughs) But I will say... Some of these porn stars are so down to earth and they are like careless. You know what I mean? Like they don't have a care in the world, which is kind of cool because they don't even care what people judge them as. You know what I mean? So it's kind of cool to see people like that. And then I decided after working in the adult industry for about four or five years, I was like, I want to take it up a notch. Like, Bam, like it's all or nothing. You know what I mean? And from there out, um, this is where my crazy story really happened where social media just shows how much that you could really move and just message people. You know what I mean? And just put yourself do it. out there. Yeah, put yourself out there. So um, I was a big fan of Housewives of Beverly Hills, which everyone knows there's a huge franchise chain of all the housewives. Um, and I was a huge fan of Beverly Hills just because it's Beverly Hills, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> the she, she, she of everything is Beverly Hills. So I was watching the show and I was just like, and I had a client, Adrian Maloof, um, who was on there. And I was just like, Oh my God. I was like, well, first it actually t- started off as Taylor Armstrong. Um, but Adrian Maloof was one of my first clients, and I just reached out to her on via Twitter when Twitter was super popular back in the days, sent her a message and it was just like, "Would love to do your hair and makeup. She was
0: not your client at this time. No, this is how she you was got not her- my client. Yeah.
1: literally. I was just like a fan of the show, like obsessed with the show. And I didn't have nothing to do with Beverly Hills at all. I was just a big. you fan lived in of- Arizona, yeah, I was living in Arizona. and I sent her a tweet. And she didn't respond to me. And I was like, Ugh, whatever, like <laughs> didn't even say nothing about it. So like a couple days, maybe a week later, I sent her another message. And this is when um, I don't know. Did you ever watch Housewives of Beverly Hills?
0: Are you kidding? I watch all of them. Okay, all the Housewives. Do you
1: remember when she put on her shiny like Labouton or no, it was the white studded bow labutons that Adrian Malouf put on and they like zoomed into it on the show.
0: I don't even remember was it the party she was having that featured? It was, shoes? it was the
1: first season. It was the first season or second season. No, first. Um, and she was putting on shoes, these la boutons, and literally, like, I was just obsessed with them. So I sent her a message. Um, again, so I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm gonna ask her. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I love your shoes. I was like, what I was like, they're so cute. And she like, and she actually responded and was like, Thanks they're Christian Bouton. This is before it became super popular. You know what I mean? So I was just like, oh my God, I got a tweet back from Adrian. Um,
0: <laughs> they say the fortune is in the follow-up. So exactly. good for you.
1: <laughs> so I messaged her back and I was like, oh, I was like, I sent you a message the other day. would love to do your hair makeup, blah, blah, blah. Didn't hear back from her. And I was like, gosh, damn it. I was like, shit. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I need to message away around this again. So this is when I kind of like started thinking, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So I sent her another direct, which this is public. Like everyone could see these messages. So I told her, Hey, I was like, would love to, or I was like, please follow me. Would love to send you a message. I swear you not like 30 minutes later in my, like my, um, my emails, you know how like back in the day it says like who started following you? Yeah, you can get the alert. Okay, I get an alert and it says Adrian Maloof started following you. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, bam, done <laughs> deal. I'm like, I'm gonna private message her. So I sent her a private message and I was like, hey, I was like, thanks so much for following me. Just wanted to reach out to you, tell you I'm a hair and makeup artist, would love to work on you, and I will comp you your first services. And I swear you not. I get a message back um, and it was actually her assistant who messaged me back and was like, um, she was like, thank you so much for reaching out to us. She was like, um, I actually talked it over with Adrian and she would love to try you out. I freaked out and I'm like, Oh my God. So I literally, she was like, can you be here? This was, I would say a Monday that she asked me, can I be out here? So what day did she like, want you there? She wanted this she messaged me on Monday and she wanted me there on Wednesday. So two days later. So you have to buy was, a
0: plane ticket and yes. rent a car. So she was and like, all I stuff. need
1: you here at 6 a.m. She's doing, I don't even remember what she was doing. She was doing some event or whatever like that. Um, or actually, I remember she was doing a charity event that she had to go to like some school or something like that. So she wanted it wasn't a huge event because she didn't know who I was. You know what I mean? So I had to send in, so she's like, can you make it? And I was like, I'll make it happen. I was like, yeah, I'll be there at 6 a.m. So meanwhile, to get into there, I swear, I like, I had to give her all my information. She wanted a business card. She wanted this. She wanted that. She wanted, I was like, you want my social security? You want my driver license? (laughs) Everything. Take it. So I think she did actually take my, um, she took my my social security number and she probably ran a, Report on me. Yeah, a background check on me to make sure I wasn't some crazy. So I literally, I called my girlfriend. I was like, oh my God, I got a call back from Adrian. I was like, I have to be out there on Wednesday. I was like, I have to book a ticket. I was like, shit. I was like, flights are not the cheapest. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, I was doing this for free. Like, I wasn't making no money off of this. You know what I mean? So I was like, I've, all my friends have always told me it takes money to make money. Yes. So I've literally, like, I'm like, you know what? I was like, I don't even care. I'm going to book a ticket. I'm going to book a hotel. And I'm going to book a car. Like, I literally was like, because I had to fly out the night before to be there by 6 a.m. Because the earliest flight wasn't getting there until, like, 6.30. You know what I mean? so I was And you like, don't
0: even know L.A., right? Like, it's scary exactly. to drive around like, to L.A. Like, I mean,
1: I, I went to L.A. a little bit here and there. Like, but it wasn't nothing. Like, I started. You know what I mean? So... I literally got everything. I got a hotel, and thank God I like went on like cheaphotels Got it, and I actually stayed at the W in Brentwood, which was super nice, um, but it was reasonable. So I was like, okay, stay here. Bam, book a car. Bam, done, and got my plane ticket. So I ended up spending almost probably eight hundred dollars on going out there. Meanwhile, I was getting nothing off of this.
0: But you so were investing also, in you.
1: Yes. So I also just made it into a little trip. I was like, I'm just going to stay out there an extra day. So I stayed out there for like two days. Um, So I like got there the night before, got everything ready. I was like, bam, okay, it's showtime tomorrow. Like getting up, (laughs) got there. So I pull up to her community. Meanwhile, her community was like the most prestigious in Beverly Hills. She lived in Beverly Park. um, And that's like the highest, most expensive that's where all, like, the big celebrities live. So I was like, oh, my God. So I pull up to this grand gate. They, like, buzz me in. And then I pull into her gate. And then there's a whole another gate that I have to go. So I get in through there. I come up to her stairs, like, to her front door. And they're like, oh, Miss Maloof, you're a She was upstairs still. So they're like, just take a seat, and she'll be with you in a minute. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm, like, sitting in her living room waiting there for, like, 10, 15 minutes. Finally, they walk me upstairs to her bathroom. And she has... A whole setup, like she has the light, she has the chair, she has like this big like vanity, and I was like, oh wow, I was like, this is pretty glamorous, you know what I mean? I'm used to doing it like people's little small bathrooms that I can (laughs) barely stand in. (laughs) You've upgraded. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh my god. So and I literally, you have to treat them like they're normal people. You can't ask to take a picture. You can't do nothing with that. You know what I mean? So I just treated her like a normal person. I was like, hi. I was like, I'm here. I'm Eric for your hair and makeup. And she's like, Oh, thank you so much. She was like, thank you so much for reaching out to me. And I was like, Oh, you're totally welcome. She was like, she's like, I think that's really cool that you reached out to me. She was like, I get it a lot. But she was like, after I don't respond to someone, they always start harassing me. Like, F you or just like dirty, like they just get dirty with them. Oh, you think you're too good for us or blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Which I never did. I stayed super professional. People I, are so mean. Exactly. Online. And she literally, she was like, I remember your messages. And I was just kind of like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? And she said, you are very persistent and very clean and classy about it. Like, I was never mean, like, can you please respond to me? Like, how rude of you, you know what I mean? I kept it super clean, and she was just like, I gave you a chance. And she was like, the crazy thing is, she was like, my makeup artist now that I've had for years is actually moving to the Philippines. So I'm actually looking for a new makeup artist for that next um, season of Housewives. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, how awesome is this? You know what I mean? So I did her hair and makeup, and, and like I said, I don't ask celebrity for pictures, I just feel that they get bombarded so much already that you don't want to feel like a fan. Meanwhile, deep down inside, I was like the biggest diehard fan. You know what I mean? But like you, I just kept calm, kept cool, did her hair and makeup. She looked amazing. And she was like, oh, she was like, thank you so much. I love it. She was like, and then this is where I was got so excited. She was like, get my number down. She was like, would love for you to work on me again. And I was like, yes. So, um, I got her number down and she was like, you want to take a picture? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so we took a picture together and we took a couple pictures. Like it was really cool. Like she was That's
0: worth cool. the $800 you spent. Exactly.
1: So <laughs> I got that $800 picture that it was all for. <laughs> and after that, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, okay. So I was like, I'm going to do a follow-up. So I didn't want to text her right away. So later that night, Um, I sent her a text message and I was like, so great working on you. I was like, would love to work on you again. Um, Great meeting you, blah, 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 this and that. A day rolls around. I don't even hear nothing back from her. And I'm just like, gosh, darn it. I'm like, crap. Another day rolls around. And then the second day, like the second day, like later in the day, meanwhile, I already got back into town, back in Arizona. I get a message and she's like, thank you so much. She's like, sorry. She was like, I'm really not a, a text person. She was like, saw your message. She's like, thank you so much. I loved my hair and makeup. Is there any way you could do me on, I think it was like Monday? And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Meanwhile, after I finished her hair and makeup, she I told her it was comped, but she tipped me very, very well. So I was just like, you know what? It's fine. So after that, she was like, um, she was like, just let me know your rates. Would love to book you again. Meanwhile, I literally, and I told her, I was like, I didn't want to say that I lived in Arizona. You know what I mean? She's probably felt bad, like, Oh, I'm going to make this poor guy fly. So I jump in my car and I'm like, "Don't back on the road. And meanwhile, I've, I've been in LA back and forth a little bit prior to that. So I had friends that lived out there. So I was just like, I was oh, like oh, can I stay with crash. you? Exactly. So they're like, yeah, totally. So I worked on her again. She paid my fees. And ever since then she became one of my big time clients.
0: <laughs> it got you a spot on the show, right? It
1: did. I, I appeared on the show a couple times, Um Doing her hair and makeup. So, but it was just so crazy to see how it all happened. She needed another hair and makeup artist at the same exact time. You know what I mean? And I kind of just took that chance of like, who knows? I could be losing out on $800 wasting this money, or it could make me so much more money. And from there, it did. Like, I started working on Adrian, and then I also worked on Taylor Armstrong, um, who me and Taylor have become really close friends too. So it's crazy to see how it just kind of just opened up the doors. And from there, like I was hanging, me and Adrian became really good friends. I used to even, there was even times where I ended up getting a place in LA, but I used to stay at her house. She would be like, just stay here with me. So I would stay with Adrian and it was all like, we became really close friends. You know what I mean? Like it's, and, um, after that, it was just kind of like, I would go to events and parties with her and I would be with so many celebrities. Like, I mean, Like big name A-list celebrities were right there (laughs) chit-chatting with us. And I was just like, oh, my God, what do I do? You know what I mean? So there was a couple of them that I would talk to. And a couple of the girls, I'm like, oh, would love to glam you up. If you ever need hair and makeup, contact me. And I was with a celebrity. So they didn't really see me as an outside person, as just like a normal makeup artist. You know what I mean? Like from there, they were like, oh, well, if he's working on Adrian Malouf, then he must be someone. You know what I mean? Because Adrian Malouf, her family has a very well name. They – well are well off, yeah. you know what I mean. Her family has done amazing, so she's not the biggest celebrity, but I mean, she's a very wealthy socialite. You know what I mean. So, so a lot of it just kind of like we went to very big events and stuff like that. So from there, it was an in for you, like a big exactly, time in, exactly. So um, I kind of just started networking and meeting other celebrities and started doing other clients, and it just kind of all took off from there. You know what I mean? So I from want to there, touch. On yeah.
0: one thing. And uh-huh. this is so powerful. And I try to teach this in my coaching programs and you said it and you were right on always be marketing. Cause you don't know when you're going to fit a need in somebody's
1: life. No, you really, really don't. You really don't. And it's like, you always have to just kind of put yourself out there and just keep marketing it. Like just keep doing it, keep doing it. And bam, it just happened. Like it was just all divine timing. Faith. Exactly. Like, and and I'm not even someone who's super religious. Like, I just believe in, like, a higher power and that's it. You know what I mean? And I literally just kind of was like, bam, everything happened to me for a reason. I took the chance. I spent the money and look at me now. And, like, within six months, I was actually living in L.A. I jumped and I still had my place here. So I would bounce back and forth between here and L.A. And I was working on Adrian Maloof about five times a week. Like, it was Every filming, every event, everything like that, I was working on her. And she was the sweetest person to me. Like, literally, she would compensate me. Even after a while, she even started paying for all my travels. Like, she really took really good care of me. Um, So I was so grateful for her to do that, too. You know what I mean? And just taking me... she. You could just be their hair and makeup artist. They don't have to invite you to parties and events like that. You know what I mean? A lot of them, they just send you on your way. Okay, thanks. Bye. You know what I mean? But she actually started inviting me after a while, and that's when I started going. So it was really cool just to get the opportunities to go to the parties and see these parties. Beverly Hills parties are no joke, man. It's like crazy. <laughs> like it's to <laughs> the nine. Like you get gift bags, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, these are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Christmas every single It is, and it's like unlimited alcohol and champagne, and it's not cheap champagne. I mean, you're drinking the best of the best, you know what I mean? So it's so fun, and it's just so cool because there's tons. Like, I mean, we went to parties where there was like, 80, 90 celebrities there and everyone was just acted like there were nobody. You know what I mean? And just having a good time. And you can never go up to them and ask them for a picture. That's the thing that I like. <laughs> if you get too groupy, especially if you're with a client, you can't just be like, oh, can I go take a picture with them? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of become friends with them and it paid off in the long run.
0: (laughs) I have to say I have celebrities in my spa in Los Angeles. And the thing is, I think that people forget is they're human and they start to trust us. Like as long as you're professional and you don't share their secrets with anybody and they can, I had a really famous news anchor that built my business in LA.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. And you just have to treat them like nobody. And I think that's what a lot of it is, is some people get so like, hoity-toity and try to put them on this pedestal. And I don't think that's not what they really want. They want to just be treated like a normal human being, you know what I mean? And, and I've, I've done so much with them and, and I've traveled with celebrities and I've worked and, and it's just so crazy to see that even when we're eating at restaurants, you can't even enjoy a whole meal by yourself with someone coming up and asking you, oh my God, are you so-and-so? Can I take a picture with you? Even walking through the airport, like We're like, literally like, she's like, they're like with baseball hats and glasses and their head down walking through it. Because like, even when we're just in line, like buying a water or soda or tea, people are like staring, pointing like, oh, is that so-and-so? Is that so-and-so? You know what I mean? So it's so hard for them just to have a normal life already. And a
0: normal friend. And that's how I think she probably started to view you.
1: Yeah. And, and I just became like one of her good friends. And I mean, I was there through her divorce and everything like that. And And it was crazy to see some of these just celebrities that the stuff that they go through and the tabloids that you see, and it just, it gets really, really hard on some of these celebrities that it's exhausting. You know what I mean? And they just really want a real person there. And I guess I was one of them.
0: (laughs) And I know you can't say names or you don't want to talk negatively, speak negatively about anyone, but you've had some crazy celebrity requests, like somebody wanted you to do their hair and makeup for free for the Super Bowl or something, and like,
1: oh yeah. <laughs> so um, these are just normal other celebrity clients, n- not none of my normal clients that I work on. Um, it's so funny to see that some of these celebrities they want everything for free, and like I said, I mean, I am totally for doing a comp service for someone, you know what I mean? Like I did, like Adrian, I totally comped it, but she still took care of me, you know what I mean? But there was another celebrity who came into town for, to Arizona for the Super Bowl and was trying to reach out, but she wanted her hair and makeup done for free. And she was like, I would give you a shout out on Instagram or Twitter. And I'm just like, who does that? You know what I mean? You have Money. Yeah, you don't have the most money, but I mean, you have money just because you think you're a celebrity. You think you can get all these services done for free. You know what I mean? So you have to be careful. You have to also at the same time have your guard up because some celebrities do feel that they're entitled to get everything for free and to be very cheap on it. You know what I mean? But you have to stand your ground and just be like, no, like if deep down inside your head think about it is it really worth it you know what i mean is it worth it and do you think it's going to pay off in the long run if you don't think it's going to pay off then don't do it but if you think that it could benefit something then do it you know what i mean it's, it's just a couple hundred bucks that you're really losing out on you know what i mean but at define the same time
0: your business it, boundaries that's what i always say
1: define my business boundaries yes. um What do you mean by that? Well,
0: that's kind of what you just explained. Like you have to decide if it's good for you or not. That's, you know, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. If,
1: if it's going to be worth it or not, you know what I mean? But some celebrities, it's really not even worth it. You know what I mean? And it's even the hassle that you have to deal with is not even worth it. You're just like, I'm not, I'm going to put myself in that situation. And I didn't like, I just said, sorry, no, I'm not going to do it. And that's it. You know what I mean? And, and I, I find it very funny that That's what they wanted. They thought they were this big celebrity and wanted to get their services done for free and in trade of a tweet or a shout-out. You know what I mean? And I was just like, who even says that? Like, if anything, I should have reached out and like, oh, would love to do you (laughs) and just – ask for a picture or this and that, you know what I mean? But just for a celebrity to say that, someone who has money. So I kind of thought that was really, really funny. Did I ever end up working on her? No. Have I ever worked on her? No. (laughs) Well, you
0: know what? I'm sure you were busy over Super Bowl weekend, right?
1: Oh, (laughs) Super Bowl weekend, you don't even want to know. For like four days straight, I was up at 4 a.m., Working until probably nine or ten o'clock at night. It was like bouncing from client to client to client, like house to house, hotel to hotel. Like it was insane. For like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I did not get any sleep. Like I was just like, "Can Super Bowl be done already?" But (laughs) guess what? I made super amazing money. It paid. I probably I could have survived on that money for like a month or two. You you charge more.
0: Like supply and demand. When you're that busy, or it's a big event.
1: Some people do. That's actually a really good question that you just said that too. Um, You could, but me, I don't do that um, just because I have a flat rate. Even like – between here and LA like some people will charge so much more in LA or just become just because you become a super like high profile celebrity artist you could charge a lot more you know what i mean where i feel at the same time you don't want to rip off people you know what i mean just because of that fact which i could have charged i mean there was people that were charging buku amounts you know what i mean but a lot of my clients that i've worked on for a long time and even new ones i still just kind of Kept it at the same price. And a lot of them, a lot of them knew that I was so busy, took very good care of me. You know what I mean? Like ones that I was up super early or ones that I was there for late or like rushed across town from always took very good care of me, tipped me really well. You know what I mean? So it kind of pays off in the long run. You know what I mean? They know that they're not being ripped off. So they take care of you at the same time.
0: I want to ask this question because I work for tips. I'm an esthetician. Mm -hmm. I never know. Are you supposed to, and I always do because I work for tips. Are you supposed to tip? Is it standard to tip a makeup artist?
1: Um, I mean, yes and no. I feel that anything in the service industry is a tipping, like you tip on, you know what I mean? I mean, some people don't, some people don't tip. Um, but I mean, if they're coming to my house, a lot of them So, I mean, some will still tip, but some probably won't tip as much. But going to them, doing a service, um, mostly, I would say about 90% of my clients tip. There's far and few who don't tip. But I think the ones that really don't tip are never in that, like, just normal Joe Schmoes. You know what I mean? That has no idea that if you should or you shouldn't tip. But I feel that tipping should be presented to anyone who does a service even like when I moved into my new house and we hired movers to move all of our furniture in, I still tipped them because they're doing a service for me you know what I mean and they took good care of my furniture so I just felt that it was just me to tip you know what I mean do you think a lot of people tip no but in my head it's just I work in the service industry to tip them you know what I mean
0: yeah, whenever I had my makeup done, because this is all new to me, I've only started having my hair and makeup done within the last year, and I can't believe I went without it. It takes so much stress <laughs> off the getting ready process. And I'm like, I- I'm gonna tip at least 20% because I work for tips, but I wasn't sure. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So it's it's very it's very back and forth. You know what I mean? Do I expect tips? No, not at all. Do I love them? Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Who> <laughs> I love it? extra right. cash, you know what I mean? But I mean, um, it's, it's just something that, I mean, it's just like tipping at a restaurant, you know what I mean? Some people tip and some people don't tip, you know what I mean? And I think that's just more on your personal preference or the way you are as a person, you know what I mean? So I think it just all falls in. Because I even have friends that are waiters and waitresses and they're like, you'll be shocked. Some people who have $80, 90 $200 tabs won't even tip a dollar. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So it's weird to see it. but. Some people aren't in the industry and some people just don't know. You know what I mean? So but I mean a lot of people I think most of them do know and just are cheap, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) they try to hold on to you know what sometimes it is too. Like some of my celebrity clients don't tip. I think they're used to getting a lot of stuff for free.
1: They do, they do. And that's why like even when I travel with some of my clients, we'll meet other hair makeup artists and they're like, Oh, we'd love to take care of you, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, Sorry, this is my hair and makeup, you know what I mean? And and once you get in with a celebrity, they really gain your trust with them. You know what I mean? And you know a lot about them, trust me. Hair, makeup, masseuses, like every aestheticians, you get to know some of their darkest secrets. <laughs> but you have to at the same time just keep it quiet. You know what I mean? Don't tell their business, you know what I mean, or don't say names. Or I mean, I have so many crazy, crazy stories with clients of traveling and being in their houses and them running around like crazies and trying to put them in the hair and makeup chair. And they literally don't want to sit in the chair because they're running around crazy or drinking or drunk or whatever they're doing. <laughs> you need to write a book. <laughs> I should. I literally thought about it. I was like, I want to write a book like behind the chair of yeah. what really happens. Yeah. And <laughs> the you know Hollywood what? secrets. It would so be it's great. It's so crazy to see. And I mean, but at the same time, like I've said, time after time, they're normal people. And I love what I do. So I would never bash anyone, you know what I mean? But I do have some super crazy stories of what's happened and what we've seen. But it's just I mean, it's like a TV show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. This is why reality is so popular. We find their lives to be very interesting.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) I want to ask you a question. When you did My Hair and Makeup, it lasted the entire day at nine o'clock at night. When I got back to my room, I still had on perfect foundation and perfect eyeshadow and perfect lashes. What did you use on me for foundation? Like, what do you recommend for that? Foundation
1: for, for foundation. I used the Mac face and body. Um, which is a really lightweight foundation that you actually could use for your airbrush machine. I mix it in. I'll first put on my Mac full coverage foundation, which the Mac full coverage foundation is water resistant, especially here in Arizona. Um, And even California gets hot. I heard it was a really hot weekend. (laughs) Yes. So um, with that and with even celebrities, I mean, they're doing events in the morning and all the way to the night. So you need something that's going to last and wear all day long because you also want these clients to feel like they're getting a bang for their buck. Like, really, I had it on for four hours and my makeup's already falling off. You know what I mean? So I use Mac. Face and body and MAC full coverage. Full coverage is a water-resistant foundation. And you blend them together? I blend them in together. um, Because if you use all face and body, sometimes it's too thick and cakey. So I mix it in together and kind of just buff it into the skin and just set it with the powder, normal setting powder, whichever you use. Mascara, eyeliner, everything, just make sure it's waterproof or water-resistant with lips. Do a, a lip liner first. That's going to make it last a lot longer. And even use like a lip stain. Lip stains are going to last and wear so much longer throughout the day, which is really nice. So you, you kind of have that look all day long.
0: Well, I have loved chatting with you. And before we go, I just want to know if there's, I know you said in the beginning, reach for the stars, follow your dreams, but is there another or one or two success tips you could share with our listeners that are in the beauty biz industry?
1: There in, in this industry, there's so much money to make. Don't settle for less. There's tons of people that are even working at these little small mom and pop, like or not even mom and pop, just like normal corporate little chains of like hair cutting places and stuff like that. There's so much more out there. Just don't be afraid. You know what I mean? And and that's what even with my partner, he's so like content with. And I like you have to push him outside of the bubble. You know what I mean? And there's so much money to be made. You guys just do it. Like, look outside of the box. If you can make the extra fifty dollars a week, then make the extra fifty dollars a week. You know what I mean? It'll add up. That's extra fifty dollars a week. That's two hundred bucks a month. You know what I mean? That's almost two. That's over two thousand dollars a year if you think about it. Like, so that's the way you have to see it as. Like, oh, it's only fifty dollars a week, but if you really break that down, that's two thousand dollars a month. That's your gas for the week. You know what I mean? So you have to see it as stuff like that. That I'm just kind of like. There's so much more opportunity out there to do so much more in this industry, especially if you live in big states. I mean, Texas, Arizona, L.A., New York, Miami, like, or in Florida, like, everywhere. These big states, there's so much more opportunity. But even in these smaller st- states, tap into whatever super popular. Weddings. Weddings are super popular. You know what I mean? You can make so much money off of weddings, too. So, um, just push yourself you have to like you have to get that extra little push and just be like you know what i can do it i'm going to start looking and don't be afraid just to look you know what i mean like even still to this day i'll just browse the internet to see who's hiring what's going on or hey what if i could get a job company to be a creative director for a makeup line or something you know what i mean like that like i've always just keep looking like just don't settle for less and just put yourself out there you will be shocked how much more you will go further with it with that
0: i love the fact too that i think Part of your success is because people really believed in you, like your mentor from Alta.
1: Yeah, like still, that's that's a huge part of it. And she just says, and, and I mean, I think everyone has, a lot of people have very good, especially in our industry, that are very outgoing and full of energy and everything like that. And she just said, she was like, from the minute I met you, she was like, I just knew that you would be a good fit for the Alta team. And I was just like, thanks. You know what I mean? And now what's crazy about it is, She's actually like she went from being a manager, a general manager at Alta to being like this big wig for the Alta company now. Like she literally has the whole West Coast division that she overlooks now. And and still to this day, I talk to her any big decisions that I make. And like one time I got in a fight with one of my clients in L.A. and I just felt like they kind of belittled me and just made me feel so down on myself and just tried cheaping me out. You know what I mean? Like giving me nothing. And I like called her and I was like crying and I was like, what do I do? And blah, 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 you know what I mean? And she was like, just stick it out. She was like, just, you're going to have your downfalls, but at the same time, just think about all the other good clients you have. You know what I mean? And I was like, that's actually true. Like you're going to have some that are going to think, less of you or there's going to be more that are going to think more of you you'll have clients that will never book you again you know what i mean but it's fine it's don't be afraid of just you know what there's one and when one door closes another door opens you know what i mean and and i think that's a really good saying and even taking two steps back to take one step forward is another really good saying to stand by but mine you will be shocked what social media really could do and it's free yeah like it's free like there's nothing, I did not pay $1 to reach out and all these celebrities, all these people are out there that you could reach out to, you know what I mean? And it, are you going to have the same exact story as me and a celebrity is going to respond back to you and you're going to work on it? it? You may, you may not, you know what I mean? But at least you could say, I tried, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and that's all you could do is say you tried and don't be afraid of no, don't be afraid. All it is, is no, move on to the next. You yeah. Know what don't I mean?
0: attach any emotion to the word. No.
1: No, you can't. You really, really can't. And that's why I just kind of like, okay, on to the next. You know what I mean? But that's that's the part of it is just – There's so much more out there than you really think. And and there's so much money to be made in our industry. I cannot stress it more because, and you know too, how much money there is to be made in this industry. It's ridiculous. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. (laughs) It really is. It really is. And I think it's just even getting more and more popular because even beauty school, when I went to beauty or when I went for the hour, (laughs) (laughs) beauty school was like $6,000. To go to beauty school now, it's like 15 to $18,000.
0: I had no idea.
1: Yeah, it's jumped so much. And I and I have a feeling that's the same way it is with esthetician school and everything like that. It's gone up so much because they're realizing how much money this industry is making
0: yeah, and how much money is to be
1: made in it. And I feel so many people are starting to take care of their skin more, um, caring about what they look like, their image and everything like that. You know what I mean? Eyelash extensions facials, facials, I think are a huge thing, you know what I mean? And a lot of people need to get them, you know what I mean? And it's just, even if you don't have the money, just spend it that one time and you'll just realize how smooth and good your skin will feel. And it'll even make you feel better about yourself because that's what it really comes down to is making someone feel beautiful is everything, you know what I mean? And when, and when their skin looks nice and fresh and bright and, and just hydrated, trust me, I even love that when I work on people, I'm like, yes, their skin's nice and smooth. It's nice and dewy. I'm like, perfect. I don't have to like go put spackle on to <laughs> hide that imperfections and lines and everything like that. So let
0: me ask you this. Do you have yeah. an esthetician you refer your clients to in Arizona?
1: Um, There's a couple of them that I work with here in Arizona that um, that I think are really good. Uh, okay. But there's no particular one that I'm like obsessed with. Uh, my boyfriend is a hairdresser and he's a huge like skincare freak. So he's always messing with my face. I swear. He's always pulling out that like little like poker thing that like takes out blackheads. And he's like, (laughs) I see a blackhead. I see this. And I'm like, leave me alone. So, but I had, I've battled out with my skin for a really long, long time. Like, um, in high school I had really bad acne skin. Um, thank God I didn't get scars, which I'm so thankful for. You know what I mean? Not getting scars, um, but after that, I kind of was fine. And then all of a sudden years down the road, I got like adult acne a couple years ago. So I started treating my face a lot more in the last couple years because it is like, I like, you really don't think about it, how important skincare is. You know what I mean? You're just like, Oh, whatever it's skin, but down the road, it's, you're, it's going to pay off.
0: Well, <laughs> you know? yeah.
1: So it's, it's very crazy to see it that now, but a lot of it too, I feel, um, I felt like I would break out. I mean, I'm not the healthiest eater, but I do like when I eat healthier, like right now I cut out carbs and I just started cutting out carbs and you will notice how much cleaner your skin is too when you're eating clean.
0: Oh yeah. It's directly associated with It's crazy. I swear.
1: Like I, I was, I loved pizza, like pizza. Oh my God. I could eat pizza every single day. Although sushi is my favorite, but Pizza is, like, who could go wrong with pizza? But every single time I would eat pizza, like, a couple days later, I would get zits. And I think it's just from, like, the cheese and the dairy. You know what I mean? And I'm not a huge milk drinker, so that's not, like, I wouldn't think. But every single time. I swear I'll always end up breaking out with like a zit or two so but the crazy thing is I cut out cheese and my skin I don't even think I have one blemish on my face right now you
0: know what it is directly affected I can see your face now you just popped up on video hi how
1: do, <laughs> how do we switch that back I
0: don't know what you did but it's okay. okay I um it is directly associated with dairy and it's something else I'll tell you if you find you're breaking out a lot sushi at foods high in iodine will cause breakouts. I don't want Is to it? totally depress you and take both oh, of your favorite foods away. But if you notice you're breaking out, it's kind of cystic. I would back off on the sushi for a little bit as well.
1: That's crazy because usually like sushi, I mean, I feel it's so clean that I really don't ever have a problem with sushi, but I'll keep a lookout for that. I mean, I eat a lot of just like raw fish. Um, so, but I mean, it's, I literally, I, I feel a lot of it was just now that I'm eating a lot cleaner, my skin's even so much better and I love it. You know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah. It, it directly affects our, our skin, our diet.
1: Yeah, it really does. So Eric, that's pretty much it.
0: Thank <laughs> you so much. You're so fun. You're so full of energy. You're extremely talented. If somebody wants to find you to have their hair and makeup done, do you, is there a website you could share? Yes,
1: I have a website. It's makeupbyeric.com. Um, and it's E-R-I-C, no K, no K at the end, just E-R-I-C, Makeup by Eric. Um, and it's also beautybyeric.com. So, and then check out my Instagram. My Instagram is Eric Jimenez. And my last name spelling is J-I-M-E-N-E-Z. You could say Jimenez, but it's really pronounced Jimenez.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I had an awesome time. i so sure nice talking to you. <laughs> you too. We'll be connecting soon. Have an awesome week.
1: Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Thanks,
0: Eric. Thanks for tuning in to The Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, Six Simple Strategies to Generate a Dramatic Increase in Your Beauty Biz Income, and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning into the Beauty Biz Show.